Welcome to the Strange Harbors Podcast, a weekly discussion of all things film and television. My name is Jeff Zhang, and tonight I'm joined by Amir Ture and Derek Wong. So tonight we are doing our third annual recap of the Academy Awards. We're talking about the 94th annual Oscars. Uh, Big night Sunday night. We should just get right into it, right? Very chaotic awards ceremony on Sunday. Did you guys catch it live? Yeah, I caught it live. The first two awards I caught as I was driving, and then I like sat down and I watched the rest live. Yeah, I, I missed like the first 10, 15 minutes, I think, but I caught everything else live. But I went back and watched the beginning, too. Yeah, I, I watched it pretty much live. You guys know I was also cooking, so it's like <laughs> semi-distracted, but I was just like, eh, there's a lot of time for me to sit down if I really want to later. <laughs> We could do this two ways. We could start by actually talking about the actual awards and the actual award ceremony, or get straight to the big thing that happened first. I don't know how you guys want to structure this. Let's do the Oscars first and like do a sidebar on that other thing. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, I don't even want to talk about the slap so much. I just think like it already overshadowed the awards, and I don't know. I feel like I don't really have that much to add to the discourse, and I don't even want to be a part of the discourse, to be honest. We'll definitely touch upon it, because it's the big moment that everyone's talking about. I was going to say, I think there's a lot to say, but then I realized, yeah. like, I don't know if, just because there's a lot to say that it needs to be said. <laughs> so, right, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. So we, we can touch on it lightly at the end. Let's do the awards. Just start with, I mean... Our general impressions. Like, yeah, what are the overall vibes? Yeah, what do you guys think? Other than the big impromptu slap from Will Smith to Chris Rock that pretty much, like I already said, it overshadowed the awards um, and really stole the thunder from a lot of the participants and the winners and the nominees. This was fucking awful. It was so, so bad. Not to say it wasn't entertaining. I liked watching it. Just, I don't know, kind of like a hate watch, maybe. But I don't know. Even more so than last year, it's just like, there's so much pandering I thought the Academy was, like, obsessed with catering to the younger demographic, which it'll never capture. Bad jokes. The hosts were bad. And I think this is the first year where I actually felt like there was a contempt for people who love movies. And that's such a fucking weird feeling to get from the Academy Awards. It just felt bad. I'm going to go down and say this is one of the worst Oscars telecasts maybe ever. Mm -hmm. I really just didn't like it. But out of sheer entertainment value, there were things that I did like, and there were moments that I did like. But on a whole, I did not like this. <laughs> what about you, Mir? I had the complete opposite opinion from Jeff. Well, I, I didn't love it, but I went into this expecting it to be really boring, and it wasn't. And at first, I thought it started a bit limply, and I was like, oh boy, this is not going to be funny, it's not going to be entertaining. But um, I thought the hosts were reasonably funny, it moved at a pretty good clip. It went over, but it always goes over. But it didn't go insanely over. And it did have that shocking, entertaining, water cooler moment uh, that we're going to talk about at the end. So I take the other side of this. I was actually pleasantly surprised at how entertained I was. Now, I don't think that this is a good sign for the Oscars or a good sign for movies. Viewership was up over last year. But, but that only still makes it the second to worst year ever, right? Yes. And it's yeah. still nowhere near where it was like just a couple of years ago. And I think that the Oscars are dying as a, a piece with like movies dying. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a bit of a post-COVID bounce back and everything. But I do think that it does presage, unfortunately, a, a trend going forwards of movies going the way of the dodo a little bit. But yeah, um, I thought this was like reasonably effective and from what i read like this actually did pretty decent in the young person demo surprisingly which uh might be a good sign what do you think Derek? i think i'm somewhere probably in between both of you i agree with jeff that there are some things that they tried to do this year that was just some of the worst decision making I think they've made in the last couple of years. And it, it made it for a very, very hard uphill battle for them. Totally agree. Uh, I think 
the biggest thing, you know, pre-show that they chose to do was eliminate those eight categories, right? From the televised show, shuffling them to when most of the stars are arriving on the red carpet and only really airing small snippets of them during the show. And I think Jeff was kind of alluding to this, like a lot of movie lovers, a lot of people that are cinephiles and like love the movies, you know, respect those categories and thought that they deserve to be aired, right? During the telecast. And so when you don't do that, you have to have a very compelling reason, a very strong case for not doing that. And I try my best to keep my mind open about this. Like, hey, you know, I understand they're trying to make this show one shorter to more entertaining. So maybe, maybe they made a good decision doing that. After watching the show, I think it was not a good decision. I think that you had moments that I've talked to you guys about this already off air, but like, I think the Riz Ahmed moment was great. Like, I think his little speech was great. Mm -hmm. But then to find out later that his partner that he won an Oscar with wasn't even aired, right? Like, I don't even know what that guy said because I wasn't Mm -hmm. there and they didn't air that. I think it's moments like that that are just like missed. And Amir, you brought this up in our, you know, we were chatting before we recorded, like most of the awards that Dune won were during those awards. It feels like something was taken away from Dune where Dune won a lot of these technical awards and really wasn't praised for it. But... I don't agree with you, Jeff, in the sense that like I actually did like the host. I don't think all the bits work, but I liked having host back. I think it was a good idea to have like multiple hosts. And I did find like some of the bits were funny. I actually thought their opening monologues were really funny. I thought the first opening monologue by Amy Schumer was pretty funny. Um, so like that all kind of really worked for me. And I still think that it had good moments, but yes, the slap kind of just like overshadowed everything the thing with these technical categories that got relegated to the pre-taped inserts or whatever Mm -hmm. uh, the whole point was to shave time off the broadcast and this broadcast was half an hour longer than last year's and last year's showed everything right Mm -hmm. so the effort to do that really became like a, a nothing right you did that for no fucking reason whatsoever and Maybe instead of two songs from fucking Encanto, maybe do, like, I don't know, none? Uh, (laughs) Why do you have to do all the songs, right? I don't know. It just felt really bad. Their need to insert uh, the fan favorite and, like, the cheer moment. I mean, what are you, the Academy Awards or are you the People's Choice MTV Movie Awards, right? Like, you're already separating yourself by being the Academy Awards. Why do you have to pander to comic book fans who are never going to give a shit about the oscars Mm -hmm. uh no matter what happens and it was just so embarrassing because those things were just hijacked by snyder fans anyway it was completely gamed and like manipulated by bots and stuff the voting it was just really embarrassing i think and like other things that should have been in the broadcast but weren't like i really would have liked to see denzel giving samuel L. jackson the lifetime achievement award like that was the day before and that's a big moment yeah why didn't we see that i would have loved to see that instead of i don't know amy schumer on wires in a spider-man costume mm-hmm. uh, okay to play devil's advocate here a little bit i mean last year's oscars wasn't great either Right. It wasn't. It wasn't. That was a year where I feel like they were trying to do kind of what we're saying is like include all the awards. But like I remember last year not having as many bits, right? And not having what I think like some of the high years of like the Oscars were like buzzy movies, but also like great bits, but then also still like finding that time to recognize the awards, right? So it's like, how did we get so far from that? Versus like, I don't know if I necessarily agree that we should be getting rid of bits just for awards, because I think there are people that tune in for that, right? Like that's part of the entertaining value of award show is to see like some of our celebrities doing stupid things. And like it happens at all, a lot of these award shows and some of the most memorable moments sometimes when you think about the Oscars are the bits. So it's like, I don't know, some years it's just hit and some years it's just missed. But you're right. Like, I don't think that was one of the best skits or whatever bits or whatever you want to call it of this year but i just don't know moving forward like what they could do to like really find that balance again i think is what i'm looking for i just feel like there's such a far cry from like i don't know like hugh jackman or like billy crystal you know i don't think like i actually remember really any of the bits in this 
broadcast and it was only a couple days ago yeah right um i just wasn't a big fan of it and and you know last year i at least had like some drama from the awards themselves i feel like this year everything was if not predictable then just kind of stale um very safe choices i mean even last year we had the anthony hopkins chadwick boseman debacle which was entertaining in its own right that was also a miscalculation on the academy's part yes but i don't know we also had chloe Zhao last year with nomadland not to say that this year didn't have any like groundbreaking awards or like some strides in diversity and things like that but i don't know it just felt like they didn't want to honor these movies like there were digs against the last duel and like multiple digs against animation and the power of the dog like come on we should be like celebrating these movies instead of like bringing them down thumbing your nose at like something that they perceive as pretentious right Mm -hmm. or like something that no one watched like i remember wanda sykes was like oh this is like my third attempt at watching Power of the Dog. I'm only halfway through or something like that. You know, I was like, yeah. why, why do that, right? I thought, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of in bad taste. Yeah, I think it's kind of trying to deflate the self-seriousness of the Oscars a little bit and the perceived kind of pretentiousness. And I think sure. with that last duel thing too. And I think generally it just sounds like from everything you're saying is you want a more serious, a more elitist Oscars that caters to the people who – like love film and isn't pandering to people who are never gonna enjoy film anyway. I'm all for making fun of stuff, but like I think it's just everything all together in this package felt bad. Like if you're making fun of the power of the dog and like the last duel without like all this other pandering stuff. Don't have like Snyder movies getting random awards too. Yeah. I mean like I don't mind if like the Snyder movies get into the awards ceremony, but like to manufacture these fake awards yeah exactly that is easily manipulated and gamed by like a shoddy system um that doesn't mean anything like you know what i mean i feel like putting all those things together makes it for a very tacky ceremony yeah i mean i I don't disagree with you jeff like i think one of the terrible terrible choices that they made this year that i i doubt they're ever going to consider again is to have this like fan voted award right um which both went to two different Zack snyder movies which i find hilarious that technically two Zack snyder movies were recognized over just the one jane campion with like award, you know right technically he won more awards than jane campion last night like which is that's insane I'm not going to lie. I mean, I did have fun with that because I voted for Malignant like 10 times, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's just dumb. That's all you can say about something like that. Yeah. It's funny that they committed to it so much to the point where they didn't cut it. They made air. But yet it lasted a whole like 30 seconds, right? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even realize what they were doing until it was too late. I thought it was this thing that they were going to play out and like it was an actual award they were going to announce. But no, it was just this countdown of five movies. And I was like, that's it? Like mm-hmm. this whole time where they've been publicizing like, oh, vote for these movies. You know, we're going to televise the, the fan favorite. And it just like, it was nothing. And then from my understanding, there was no cheers or anything in the audience either. Like no one really cared about it in the audience. I think it was a heavy miscalculation on their part this year. Should we get into some of the awards then? Let's just go yes, through yeah, the awards yeah, and gonna, like yeah. talk about that because I think there's other things I want to say that are maybe award specific. Absolutely, absolutely. We could we can jump around. We don't have to talk about everything, right? I thought the two strides in diversity for the awards were good. We're going to talk about Coda a bit, I think, but yeah. um, I liked Coda a lot. It was one of my favorite movies from Sundance. I liked that movie a lot, but. This awards push for Coda was crazy. And by itself, I don't think Coda is that bad of a Best Picture nominee. But if you're putting it together with everything else this year, Drive My Car, Dune, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, West Side Story. I mean, it's pretty middle of the road crowd pleaser to me, which is pretty par for the course for the Academy, by the way. But it's particularly egregious this year that this took so many awards over, in my opinion, more deserving movies. Mm -hmm. But getting to the diversity part, I really did like that Troy Kotzer won uh, supporting actor. He gave a great, great speech. Yes. Yeah, that was a great speech. 
really touching. And I was really moved by like everyone doing like the signed uh, applause, you know, yeah. when they're waving their hands. Yeah. I, I really, really, really did like that. I was gonna say one of my favorite moments from the night was when Yu Yu and June handed yeah. him the award, but then took it back, realizing like, oh, he needs to time, give right? a speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and then yeah. like when she actually like said the name, she signed it first, which was I thought really sweet. That was just she so was very cute. Yeah, that was like one of my favorite moments yeah. of, of this Oscars. That was the one category for Coda where I felt like the win was pretty much deserved. I think I would have preferred it to go to Cody Smith McVee for The Power of the Dog. Mm-hmm. But I'll take Troy Kotzer. I think Jesse Plemons is a little too subdued for a, a win in Best Supporting Actor. And I don't think J.K. Simmons or Siren Hines are particularly that good in their movies i mean i in general did not like belfast and i in general did not like being the ricardos Mm -hmm. so i'm okay with the coda win on that i'm okay with it too like i mean we've talked about the power of the dog before like a little bit in our i think uh, best of 2021 it wasn't my favorite movie of the year i mean not to take away from those performances but like I, i i was pretty happy when troy kotzer won this award yeah. I mean, to speak on the best picture race, this was a year where I was just like, I don't know who I want to win. Like, it really didn't matter to me who won. I felt like I didn't have a really strong horse in this race. Um, I mean, there are movies I, I would have been like really surprised if they won. But like, mm-hmm. I kind of knew that it was coming down to Coda and Power of the Dog. Like, it was going to right. be this very historic year where, I mean, speaking of like stats and like just trivia, like this is the first year a streaming service has won best picture right it's so funny to me that netflix has been mm-hmm. working on this for like almost Years. half a decade yeah and they haven't done it and apple's first year at that they do it with coda which is mm-hmm. very very funny to me I, I i bet netflix must be like fuming and then um another stat is that this is actually the first movie from sundance to ever win best picture yeah so like crazy. It, this is like another kind of historic so like it is kind of a cool story i guess in a sense the very first movie to do both those things but i can understand like i've heard the same critique that code is like it's sweet it's fine but it's not necessarily everyone's like best picture front runner mm-hmm. um and yeah i'm not too sure maybe it all is just a political game that like that's why it got just pushed so heavily and so fast and like there's other choices that i felt like were a lot more politicized and like maybe this wasn't the best performance but it was maybe the quote-unquote right choice i'm talking more specifically about like best actor and best actress Right. Mm. I know a lot of people have said like this is like Will Smith's best performance he's ever given. Like I've seen the movie. I think it's fine. I think it's great. Is it my favorite performance of this year? Absolutely not. Like I think there were two other leading men that deserved this over him. But I understand this is also like best actor and best actress aren't always the best performance of the year, but it's sometimes it is kind of like a well, now we're finally recognizing you, right? This is almost like a career achievement where I yeah. think it was kind of like Will Smith's time and, and kind of Jessica Chastain's time. I don't know why they can't just get it right. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I know. Give it right? to, if you just gave it to that best performance when they had it, you wouldn't have to go back and give a Lifetime Achievement Award later for something that's exactly impressive. Just like reward the clearly best, like most incandescent performance of the year, then you don't have to go back and like, oh shit, we've never acknowledged one of the best actors ever. Oh fuck. You fuck up twice or you get it right once, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you measure twice at once. Like it's just it's weird. It seems like they're always doing it. And it's like I don't know. I, I guess maybe it's just that like maybe making those decisions in real time really is difficult. And so then only with the perspective of time can you say, oh shit, actually, you know, Crash wasn't really that good or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then you go, oh, everyone's caught up in the feelings and the zeitgeist. And now we'll go back and look at it. Oh, wow. You know, we really should be acknowledging, I don't know, Sam Jackson more or Will Smith more or whatever. Right. And like there is a place for that Lifetime Achievement Award where maybe none of your individual performances were the best that year. But like just on career production, you're always like a B plus A minus guy, which is kind of a Sam Jackson thing, right? Like he just right, right, right. animal. He'll do any movie and they're not all good. But he's got enough really great ones that as a lifetime career actor, you're always happy to see him and shit, you know? But like if he's always up against Daniel Day-Lewis or some shit, you know what I mean? He's never yeah, going to win. Right. But like measured over the course of his entire career, he's still a guy who deserves acknowledgement. 
And Will Smith may be the same way. I mean, he's only had, what, the three nominations, right? Pursuit of Happiness, yeah. Ollie, and this. I thought he was fantastic in Ollie. That should have been his year. I thought that was his year. To be honest. Was, but he lost to Denzel, didn't he? Yeah. I think he Did lost he? to Denzel. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he lost to Denzel in Training Day. Is that Training Day year? Yeah. yeah. And even that was sort of a lifetime one for Denzel, right? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Because that was his first. See, those things, like, they snowball, right? Because it affects right. the yeah, next. yeah, yeah. Yeah. To be completely transparent, like I thought like Benedict Cumberbatch and like Andrew Garfield, either of them I would have been really happy to like win this award and like Or Denzel. Gonna... I would have taken Denzel too. He was fucking Macbeth, great. Yeah, Macbeth, yeah. I haven't seen Tick Tick Boom, so like I, I have like some sort of innate refusal to watch that movie, but <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I mean, everything I've seen of Andrew Garfield from that movie seems pretty good even though it's irritating like <laughs> um <laughs> i don't doubt it's a great performance you know and uh it, it should be no surprise that i think i i really wanted kristen stewart to win for spencer but i did too i really did yeah, um well, gonna happen and i don't think the eyes of tammy faye is that good um yeah i, I caught it the other day it's not that good it's like typical academy bait performance with the physical transformation and the over-the-top mm-hmm. performance I don't even think it's that great of a performance. I don't know. And is it really Jessica Chastain's time? She hasn't really done anything that's like really blown me away. Maybe Zero Dark Thirty. 30 I don't yeah. know. I feel like Best Actress is the category really rubbed me the wrong way. Sorry. It's weirdly disjoint from the Best Picture conversation, right? So yes. The Best Actress nominees are Jessica Chastain for Eyes of Tammy Faye, which isn't a Best Picture nom. Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter isn't a Best Picture nom. Penelope Cruz for right. Parallel Mothers isn't a Best Picture nom. Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos isn't a Best Picture nom. And then Kristen Torr for Spencer isn't a Best Picture nom. And none of those are up for – let me just double check and make sure I'm right. Yeah, none of those are up for Best Director either. I was going to mention this earlier. Like this whole thing is just very disjointed and weird this year from the Academy voting. The only one that has a little overlap is Being the Ricardos with Javier Bardem also – being nominated for Best Actor. But, like, yeah. that Best Actress category is just siloed off into, like, its own thing. And it's, like, yeah. it's weird. It's, like, are the female performances being shunted into, like, quote-unquote girl movies that are just, like, ignored? You know what I mean? Like, it's very weird. It's very weird. And I don't think it's always like that, but it stuck out this year. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. Yeah, and I feel like the Jessica Chastain performance is maybe the worst of the bunch on the bottom with Nicole Kidman, maybe. I haven't seen The Lost Daughter, but the clip that they showed alone looks fucking a million times better than Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people were singing the praises of just that Oscars clip by itself with Olivia Coleman. Yeah, yeah. They're like, she doesn't second what actors is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Work a lifetime to achieve or whatever. <laughs> I which, saw that tweet too. Which isn't fair because like, I don't know, like – Licorice Pizza, a movie I love. The clips they played for that, not impressive. I would not have been impressed by that movie if I was judging it on that basis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. But yeah, the best actress category weirdly disjoint from the rest of the conversation. And and you're saying you think that the whole thing is a little bit disjointed? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going by like best picture, Coda is a huge departure from the statistical norm, right? It's the first movie since, like, 1932 that won Best Picture without either a Best Director or a Best... Actor, Actress. Best Actor, Best Actress. I just... I don't know. I went back and I re-listened to our Best of Movies of 2021 podcast. Uh Uh-huh. And, I don't know, whatever. This is, like, stupid. This is, like, the perennial complaint with the Oscars. But, like, I don't know. My main complaint about this is that they just didn't nominate any of the movies that I thought were good last year. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I agree. Not not none of them, but, like, I don't know. I, I mean, I had a top 10 list. The Oscars had a top 10 list. And I think there were three overlaps. Power of the Dog, Licorice Pizza, and Doom were, I think, the overlaps. Mm hmm so many things which i thought were amazing just got completely left by the wayside we all love pig that was completely ignored yeah Titan, yeah. obviously ignored yeah i don't know i mean where's where's the green knight where's benedetta where's the last duel like i don't know like yeah. these movies that, that really i thought were just utterly amazing just completely completely utterly ignored. i do think that's the case with every academy that's every awards year. it's not a, like a unique complaint but i just was comparing what we talked about and what we were excited about to this list just like, yeah. Ugh. 
I don't even know if I want to see some. Like, they haven't convinced me that I need to see these movies. Are they really picking picking the best movies of the year? I don't know. I mean, to be fair, like, some of these I wasn't able to see by the time. Yeah, there's a lot I haven't seen. And and that's fair. I'm I'm kind of judging sight unseen, and it's definitely unfair. Like, I haven't seen about half of this list, right? So, you know, you're absolutely correct. Jeff's probably seen the most, right? You've seen 80, 90% of this? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so, like... I don't know. You I've can actually seen every movie on the list. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> have? Okay. On the best picture list. Yes. Oh, on the best picture list. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Very good. If we were to redo our list, a movie like Drive My Car would probably make my list now. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, yeah. really like Drive My Car. Even Coda, I actually really, really enjoyed from last year. And I actually really do like it as a movie. So, like, it might have pushed something out mm-hmm. and that was a little bit lower on my list, right? I mean, Licorice Pizza made my list. I mean, King Grincher was never going to be on my list. Dune was on my list. And like, Don't Look Up was never going to be on my list. Belfast was not going to be on my list, you know. I think what's hard for us is like, you know, when we try to do our 2021 end of the year list is like, it's at the end of the year. And it's just really hard for us to see some of these movies that don't actually come out until after. Yeah, like January or February. Yeah, January right? February. So, yeah. it's hard, you know. But sorry, to, just to go back to some of the awards, I think it's great that Jean Campion, you know, being the third female to ever win uh, Best Director uh, over most of those other directors. Like, I, I think it's well-deserved. There's a couple in there that, like, if any of them won, I wouldn't have been, like, mad about it. But I think all momentum was on Jane Campion's side. So, like, I think yeah. that was kind of predictable. I feel like the screenplays, both the screenplay awards kind of took me for a loop. Rough. Just because, like, I didn't know where they were going to go, but I didn't actually expect him to go both these ways. Yeah. Especially Coda. Knowing that Coda was going to go for Best Picture, like I thought other voters would maybe like try to give recognition to like something like The Lost Daughter, right? This is like one of the only other categories yeah. like The Lost Daughter's in. Coda's screenplay like 100% is the least special out of all of these. First of all, it's a remake, hence the adapted screenplay. And I, I thought both of these were bad. Uh, original and adapted screenplay. I did not like Belfast at all, I told you. Yeah, I know me neither. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't, I'm not the biggest fan of it either. But I understand it only because I feel like voters are probably like, well, we're not giving Belfast anything. So, like, this is kind of where we can give it something. I just hate that mentality where that it's like, oh, we great, didn't yes. give it anything, uh, so we have to give it something. Like, I don't know, maybe the movie's just bad and you don't have to give it anything. Anything, you know? yeah. Yep, yeah. Original screenplay, I would have liked either Licorice Pizza or Worst Person in the World. Worst Person in the World, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe King Richard. King Richard's okay. Uh, definitely not Don't Look Up. Uh, <laughs> but adaptive screenplay, I would have liked to see Power of the Dog, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the Dune sweep was very surprising to me. Yeah. Uh, for essentially half a movie. I would have loved to see a rack up for, like, maybe... 2024 or something like return of the king style yeah i to think see it, the it, end of this it, yeah. story like a lot of the technicals went to dune i know amir you're not crazy about the technicals of dune no it's not the technicals like i actually think i appreciate the technicals the technicals it's, okay it's the choices villeneuve made right like for the vision he was trying to execute it's excellent i just don't know if i buy into his vision mm-hmm. does that make sense but like he does it amazingly, and I'm glad that he has a vision and that he has an idea of what he wanted to do. I don't know if I particularly think those choices were exciting, but they are epic, right, in terms of scale. And uh, and I appreciate the technical mastery that, that went into it on all levels. So I'm not mad at that. I'm not. I'm really not mad at. It. Yeah, I, I, think I mean, cinematography. Director, I think he won best director. I might have been mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't nominated. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah so he, he wasn't. Was he wasn't even in there. Good. If we're talking about something like cinematography, that's a tough category, right? Because you're looking at Greg Fraser for Dune. Murderers Row. That was yeah. Murderers Row. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. I would have liked to see. Janice Kaminsky for West Side Story. Yeah. Just because how incredible that movie. But, like, all of these look incredible. Like, yeah. Ari Wagner killed it for Power of the Dog. Dan Lauston's Nightmare Alley was fantastic, too. I think Nightmare Alley might be the laggard there. I feel like that's the one. It might be the laggard? Be okay. That, I feel okay. like for me, that's the one. That's more like, production design than uh, yeah. like, cinematography, maybe. I would have yeah. been like, if that one, I would have been like, Ugh. Yikes. But I, I think all the I agree with all the rest. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The others really all gorgeous. Even Dune. Del Bono's uh Macbeth. 
I, I'm really happy that uh, when it comes to international film, like Drive My Car One, like it did get that recognition. I mean, I guess like, they weren't giving it best pictures, so they had to. I mean, not they had to, but like that was kind of yeah. what it got instead, right? I mean, either of you guys see Cruella and Cyrano? I've seen Cruella, and I, I actually am happy that it won best costumes. Okay, yeah, I, think I it really did. So I, I can't really make an intelligent judgment on that. Uh, okay, did you see it, Jeff? Or no? Yeah, I saw Cruella. Uh, I guess. It's a very showy choice. I actually would have liked to see Dune win that one, just because the costuming is that is very intricate and like there were some very just, interesting just concepts there. Blew me away for Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacqueline West and Robert Morgan, their their work on that's like just just incredible. I highly would have preferred Dune over Cruella, but it is what it is. I like I like the choice. I actually really like the choice because okay. I think the the costuming, the, especially the dresses in that in that movie, are really really spectacular. Um, we didn't talk about the awards. Like we, we've we've talked about it, but we didn't actually discuss the actual awards that got cordoned off and not shown on the live show. Have we explicitly addressed this? Oh, the actual categories. Yeah, like we talked about how no, we were no, no, about no, no, no. I don't think we, we talked haven't. about them. So yeah, do you want to list out the actual like yeah? Categories? So it was eight awards yeah. that were not aired live, and then they aired some bits and pieces and like spliced mm-hmm. them back into the live show. But they weren't aired live. It was like pre-recorded as people were arriving. So um, it was documentary short subject for which the Queen of Basketball won, Ben Proudfoot. Mm-hmm. Um, film editing, Joe Walker won for Dune. Uh, makeup to hairstyling, the eyes of Tammy Faye. Linda Dowd, Stephanie Ingram, and Justin Raleigh. Uh, four was music, original score, Dune, uh, Hans Zimmer. Production design, Dune again, uh, Patrice Vermette and uh, and Susanna Sipos. Hope I got that right. Mm-hmm. Short film animated, The Windshield Wiper by Alberto Mielgo and Leo Sanchez. I thought they gave a cool speech. And then short film live action was uh, The Long Goodbye, uh, Anil Karia and Riz Ahmed. And that's where you saw that cool kind of truncated Riz Ahmed speech. You got none mm-hmm. of the Anil Karia. As you yeah, saying, nope. <laughs> Um, I didn't even realize. Well, I blinked and I missed it. It was super short. Um, right? Yeah, it was super yeah. short. Uh, I looked up later. I was like, Riz Ahmed won a fucking Academy Award. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. I like him a lot. I like his work a lot. I'm I'm glad he got a got a statue. Yeah, and then the last one was Sound, another Doom. Yeah, Mac Ruth, Mark Mangini, Theo Green, Doug Hemphill, Ron Bartlett. Out of those eight te- kind of technical categories, Doom won four. Yeah. Right? Film yeah. editing, music original score, production design, and sound. That was the most winningest movie of the night, right? <laughs> Technically, uh, yeah. I think it must have been. Yeah. Because be. there was also, um, not in those characters, there's also cinematography, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so one mm-hmm. and fifth one. So that's what? That's five? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, wait. Did we get visual effects? Oh, no, that was also – that's not. six. So they won that's... six. Yeah, there's nothing else that's like close to that. This... Yeah, so it crushed. Yeah, and I think the Academy actually like very fairly awarding it the technical awards it kind of deserved while holding back maybe some of those bigger awards until the story is actually complete. Yeah. I'm glad that Dune won visual effects. <laughs> Over all the other ones. <laughs> Over all the other ones. I think No Time to Die is very impressive. Probably like stealth VFX. You know, like compositing and stuff like that. That's not as showy. I don't think that ever wins. But I think it's fun that they got a nod. I'm definitely glad that Free Guy, Shang-Chi, and Spider-Man No Way Home went home fucking empty-handed. Fuck those guys. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, There's some ugly, ugly ugly-ass movies. I'm sorry. And I liked two of those three. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Shang-Chi wasn't as ugly as as Spider-Man No Way Home. No, 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 no. The last act is still pretty ugly, though. Yeah, it's still pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, especially since, like, I saw the behind the scenes thing that they just recently did on the VFX on Shang-Chi. They built, like, this whole dragon scale wall set for the end. And then at the end, they're just like, uh, fuck it. CGI just looks better. Just scrap the whole fucking thing. It was so fucking funny. I saw that. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. All right. Well, speaking of terrible, should we get into, I think, I mean, we're pretty much near the end of our talk about this. So I think we should address, at least for a short amount of time, the big controversy that occurred uh, during the show, right? So Chris Rock was brought on to present the award for best documentary feature, right? And he, like any comedian, riffs a little bit, does a little bit of a set, couple jokes before he presents the award in one of his jokes, he takes a stab at Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. It was a hair loss joke that was directed at her, unbeknownst to him, maybe. 
Uh, we don't actually know. You know, she's been suffering from alopecia for the last couple of years, and she's been very vocal about that. And clearly, she was not happy at the joke. Uh, Will Smith initially laughs at the joke mm-hmm. and then notices that his wife was not very happy. And we proceed to see him walk on stage and strike Chris Rock straight in the face. And mm-hmm. a- afterwards, it was very awkward. Like Chris Rock was trying to gather himself, keep presenting on. And then as sad as it is, it pretty much took away from the rest of the show, right? Especially the Summer of Soul win, the one that actually was just yeah. announced. And like Questlove was doing his best to give a great speech. But, you know, everyone was just still reeling from what just happened. And then... I don't think it was until Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli that the room got its energy back. Just because mm-hmm. they were so great. Um, yeah, it's very sweet. Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli, they were so great together. I, I really liked that little moment between the two. A moment I liked from the ceremony, but sorry, go go ahead. What, no, no. What were you gonna say? And then I mean, if you follow like the Oscars, if you know, you kind of keep track of who might win and who are the favorites, it was pretty heavily favorited that Will Smith was going to win. I was just like, wait, what's going to happen? He's probably have to give a speech. And he gave a speech because he did win and it was... I, I don't know how you guys felt. It was very awkward. Oh, 100% awkward. Stories afterwards of, you know, Denzel coming to talk to him before, and then, like, Bradley Cooper coming to talk to him, but also his publicist, right? And I'm guessing, like, he or she was in his ear. What are we going to say? We have to say this or that or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, uh, how are we going to spin this in a way? And it was absolutely awkward and like, a lot of discussion. And, like, I think Jeff is rightfully so like we don't really have that much to add to this conversation but at the same time like uh it is such a big moment about this show about this year that we have to kind of talk about it right yeah my immediate reaction was like you know like i'm very active on twitter so like something that everyone was reacting to and giving their two cents on but my thing immediately was like this is one black man hitting another black man at the mm-hmm. Oscars, I'm not going to get involved. And, like, that was a good choice because a lot of people are getting their shit wrecked for talking about this and maybe not being as sensitive or, like, taking the wrong side. There's just so much going on with this discussion that I just do not want to be a part of. Fair. There's people who are on Chris Rock's side. There are people who are on Will Smith's side. Everyone's just super divided over this. My only thing is that it's the fucking Oscars and then... Will Smith gave Chris Rock five across the eyes. It's fucking funny, man. That's <laughs> yeah. all you can say. It's fucking yeah, funny. It's wild. It's entertaining. People who are like, let's call the cops, drag them away. Like, you really want to call the cops on two black guys at the Oscars? Come on now. Yeah. No one got hurt. I'm assuming they kind of squashed their beef, even though I don't think Chris Rock actually said something. I know Will Smith made a statement, uh, but it seems like everyone has cooled down. Because Chris Rock declined to press charges, right? So, like, yes. everything's fine. Everything's cool. I know there's this inquiry going on that maybe, like, expulsion from the academies on the table, but they're never going to do that. That would be insane. Like, I think based on other people who the academy has lauded, and or at least is not, like, publicly taking the awards away from, I don't think they can touch Will Smith and have that be a fair thing, right? For sure. Like, I mean, we I can just come out and say it. Fucking Harvey Weinstein, Woody mm-hmm. Allen, Casey Roman Affleck, Polanski. Roman Polanski. Let's not forget John Wayne, right? Who almost right. assaulted yeah, yeah, a Native yeah. American actress yeah. um, way back when. Come on. If you're going to take it away from Will Smith, you're going to have insane uproar over that. There's no way they're going to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your first thought was like, you don't want to get involved in the discourse. My first thought was, I definitely thought it was staged at first. That was my very first reaction was like, oh, this is staged. And it took a while for me to settle in and believe like, oh, shit, no, that was real. It just seemed very, I don't know, literally unbelievable, out of character for Will Smith. Not that he's a guy, no, but like it just was so odd to me that a guy who's been a public celebrity for 30 years would just suddenly lose it and do something like that. It just seemed so bizarre and taboo. And I guess people are now like, pushing back against the idea that it was a taboo or there's like a backlash against the backlash or something. But like, I was shocked. I was shocked. Yeah. I mean, I was reading a little bit about like the behind the scenes and the people in the control room, the producers thought it was staged until like, Chris <laughs> Rock gave his reaction. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously a way like, I don't know, Chris Rock and Will Smith can talk about something and like plan this little publicity stunt without the producers knowing like they would have no idea. But then Chris Rock's reaction and like he actually cursed. He's like, oh, Will Smith just 
slapped the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, that's when they realized that it was not Uh-oh. staged, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, I, you both bring up really good points that, like, the Academy hasn't always taken the moral high ground with, like, their celebrities. Yeah, they and, have like, no standing to be an arbiter of, like, uh, morality here. But, like, just step away from this a little bit, though. It's still not okay that another person struck another person on live TV. Like I said, it was super shocking. It's like... yeah. For all the reasons that violence against people is shocking. Like, it was, yeah, not what you expect. Yeah, and it was also shocking to me that, like, he just went back to his seat and, like, it was played off as normal, in a sense. He was allowed to, like, accept his award. I I was very shocked that that... So, it was just revealed today, I don't know if you guys read, the producers and everyone, they asked him to leave. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the security asked him to leave and he refused to. Which is kind of crazy to me. Probably a good um, move because he won the yeah. award. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like, you have to ask yourself, like, how much they knew. Like, because I know at least one of the producers, right, knows he's about to I win. I think there's one person that knows. Yeah. Um, so Ahead of time. It's hard to be like, well, we can't ask him to leave because we know he's going to win. But at the <laughs> same time, like. Yeah, but I don't think that's what happened, right? I, yeah. I, we don't know if that's happened. But, like, you could still stop him. Producers could have been like, hey, we know if he wins. Just say we are not going to allow him to come up on stage or something. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't want to leave, but you could still, like, not allow him to come on stage. Right? Have a backup yeah. plan or something, right? Where, like, you can't give him the platform they to be could have, but would that have been good? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It would have been good. Maybe this know. was better. They just let him do it, let it blow over. I mean, there's so many angles on this thing, which is why it's got so much conversation. Just like anything in the in the news or in gossip, you can – you can shoehorn it into whatever your own points yeah, or your own philosophy is, right? So you can make this about like privilege and wealth. Like, oh, Will Smith knew he would get away with it because he's rich and famous. You know, um, you can make it about race. You can say, oh, well, you know, it, it's between two black people or whatever. Or you can make it about race and say, oh, would well, he have gotten away with it if he'd done it to a white person? You mm-hmm. can make it about so many different angles you can take here. There's like this whole sexism and massage noir yeah, aspect like to it that everyone's talking about. So like, many angles. I feel like no matter what you say online, someone's going to get mad at you. And like, I do think a lot of the white people like making it about themselves and like their own trauma and shit, that's the worst take you can actually have. Yeah. Like these comedians being like, oh, it's, it's just so wrong. They should have called the police. Oh, it's triggering for me. Uh, I think those are like the absolutely the wrong takes maybe. Just like all these exercises in white fragility. But like, uh, yeah, there's so many different takes. And like, I know Zoe Kravitz said something about like, oh, and so now we're just going to allow assault on the stage at the Oscars. And now she's being like dragged through the mud yeah, and all that stuff. So that. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah i i saw some funny thing someone tweeted was like oh zoe kravitz said uh so now we're allowing assault and then twitter goes so how long have you been fucking jaden smith or whatever you <laughs> yeah, know <you're> <laughs> being so a, a giant pedophile like, real quick like <laughs> yeah on, leave her alone i mean it's not just assault it's assault and battery technically like yeah people are being histrionic saying you should be hauled away like people get slapped in the face for being rude all the time but yeah I don't know. Maybe celebrities just live in a, in a rarefied air where that's not yeah. the expectation, or I don't know. Yeah. I think there's definitely like I don't know. There's a lot you could say about it, which I don't know. We don't have to go into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and someone else said like I wasn't going to be racist, but then Will Smith hit someone. So what choice do I have now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is a very funny take. Yeah, there's some funny stuff going uh, around. Yeah, I was funny. I, 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 the memes I, I, are funny. The memes the jokes have about been like, great. Oh, this couldn't have been staged because Will Smith isn't that good an actor. Like this is like a real <laughs> I also read the one that you sent where it was like, Will Smith spent like 30 years cultivating this like awards push for best actor and then he undoes it with like 15 minutes to go. Yeah, Um, that was such a great tweet. I wish I could remember who sent it, but someone was talking about how like, and I don't know if this is something people know about Will Smith, but he's been very calculating in his entire career. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Which roles to take and how he has to be perceived and like he sat down and looked at like, you know, uh, what goes into making a blockbuster, what elements you need to have, yeah. okay, science fiction, action, this is what the leading man has to do, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's been very super calculating his entire career. And, you know, it's like 30 years of work almost going up in smoke. He just cracked under the pressure of 30 years of intense Machiavellian planning. And, and he just cracked under the pressure 20 minutes before his ultimate victory. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. but does it really matter? Like, it was already like written right it's not like 
they were voting yeah, up yeah. until Maybe that moment. He, if this happened during the SAGs or whatever before the right. actual Academy it, voted, then it yeah. could have. But I mean, he has already done some damage to his reputation in whatever way, right? He's turned the conversation from this is his night of winning to yeah about this slap, right? So there is some damage. Yeah. But I see what you're saying. That's a very good point. Like he didn't undo the win. Although theoretically, the Academy could have, right? It would have been insane, but they could have. Like I've been saying, no one's going to remember this as the Academy Awards that Will Smith won, right? No one's going to remember this as the Academy Awards that the first streamer won or first Sundance movie won. It's going to be the Academy Awards that Chris Rock got slapped by Will Smith. It's happened like a couple years now. Like in the last like five years, we've had some kind of noteworthy story that's like taken away from the actual awards of the Oscars, right? Like of course you remember that Moonlight won because that was part of the fiasco, but like it gets taken away by the fact that La La Land almost won, right? That's the part of the story. Or like the fact that last year Anthony Hopkins won, but everyone's just like, well, they were thinking that Chad McBoseman was going to win. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the only like really good story in the last couple of years was I think the year that Parasite won, right? Like it was yeah. the one year that I, I felt like the Academy kind of got it right. And it was like really feel good about like it took so many awards home and it it felt like the right movie to win that year. Yeah. Uh, we, we rarely get those in Academy now. It just seems like more and more it's like – I never thought I would see a story that would top – I was over just going to say like there's no way anything could ever top that and I think maybe this did. I think yeah. um, just I pure shock value. That's crazy. It's just crazy that we live in this world. Maybe after this year, the, the ratings are going to skyrocket because people just expect some stupid shit to happen next year. Because maybe, you know, statistically, hey, it will happen Like because it seems to be happening a lot these last couple of years. Yeah, it just sucks that like his win's just going to have this asterisk next to it from now on. I mean, it is what it is. Like, looking at the playback of this, it does seem like... He was just overcompensating. I know I've, I've spoken about this offline and stuff. Like you mentioned, Derek, like he laughed at first and then mm-hmm. he looked over at Jada and then Jada wasn't laughing. She was upset about it. So maybe then he was like, oh, shit, I got to fucking do something, you know, to mm-hmm. take the attention off that I was laughing. So he went up and then fucking gave Chris Rock five across the eyes, you know? The other take I heard on that is that. Will Smith got mad when Chris Rock insinuated because he said, oh, that was a nice one, like insinuating, oh, I could have gone even harder and said some truly disrespectful shit. That That is what oh. made Will Smith mad, right? We go off of his face at that point, right? You don't really actually see So like it. what he reacted to was Chris being like, oh, that was a light jab. I got some real shit for you. And that's what pissed him yeah. off. I don't know. I read that too. I have no idea if it's true or not. Who the hell knows? Yeah. I mean, watching it live, it got bleeped out. Like they cut the feed. Yeah, so they cut the, I couldn't the see, but then like yeah. five minutes later, like I saw the whole thing. It was posted on Twitter already. It was like the Japanese or Australian feed. They had it. They didn't censor it. But I knew like it wasn't staged when Will Smith was like screaming from his chair, right? He's like, take my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. So like that seemed really fucking heated, yeah. right? That, seemed, yeah, that did yeah. not seem like it was scripted. It seemed very, very real. Just bizarre. Yeah. Crazy stuff. And then his speech, really just awkward. Very. There were parts of that speech that I liked. Like, I thought it was passionate about, like, defending your family and, and stuff like But then, like, it's all overshadowed by the fact that you fucking smacked Chris Rock across the face 10, 15 minutes earlier, right? Just a bizarre series of events. Yeah, I'm very curious to see, like, how they respond next year. And, and not just to this whole slap thing. I think we've talked a lot about, like, not showing certain awards, having these stupid fan-voted things, like... I yeah. think number of hosts having number hosts of hosts, all, yeah, like, or having hosts. Like, there's just been so much like influx. Having a, a song performed that wasn't a song. Like, I understand that's a super popular song, but like, I think that was such a bad decision to yeah. have. No one talks about Bruno or whatever what the song's name is. Yeah. Also, maybe fix your in memoriam. This in memoriam oh was real tasteless. What the fuck was that? They had like a dance number and stuff, and like you got dead celebrities in the background on the screen, like. Maybe keep it a little somber. And they left out Chris Rock. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> they should have put his face in there. That would real funny. Um, Seriously, though, the biggest one to me was that they left out Bob Saget. I don't know why they left out Bob Saget. But I hear they also yeah, left out Yeah, like, he's more Norm like McDonald's. a TV person, though. And so is Norm McDonald. I don't know. Um, there's always, like, these omissions when it comes to the In Memoriam. But... Yeah, I, I didn't like the in memoriam. It was very tasteless, I felt. I just didn't really like the ceremony in general. 
Is there anything else you guys want to bring up? No, I think that's um, it. I think yeah, I think every year needs a slap. This like yeah, how people now. talk about the Oscars. Like yep. maybe maybe this is like it wasn't staged on Chris Rock and Will Smith's part, but the Academy sure is happy. Yeah, maybe they'll script something into the future uh, ceremonies. This gets them everything they wanted. One, I'm looking forward to all the jokes next year, like all of them. Oh, God. (laughs) It actually got me thinking, like, is the Academy now going to have to, like, run jokes by celebrities? Do you know what I mean? Like, how do you prevent this from happening again like do you have to be like hey chris is gonna say a joke about jada we have to check if jada is okay with it right okay maybe you don't have to do that but it does seem like basic due diligence to like google like if you know what jokes he's gonna make to google the targets and make sure you're not doing anything offensive accidentally but like that's that's, a very basic thing like there's only so many jokes and especially when jada pinkett smith's like battle with alopecia is like so public you know it takes like five seconds to like look something like that up it was his joke off the cuff though or was it scripted <sighs> who the hell knows i don't know right you don't know that's subjective to her though right like you don't ever know how she's gonna feel about it. like a, a good example of this is like I, I feel like a lot of people are like really blowing up this whole amy schumer like seat filler christian dunst thing People were like, oh my god, that's so disrespectful to her. But like, Amy Schumer was like, no, we ran that joke by her. She was totally fine with me going up there and like taking Still her out of her Still unfunny, but yeah. It was not I funny. Agree. That's not funny, but at least they ran it by her, right? Yeah, I mean, it falls flat also because you already just had a whole celebrity yeah. famous wife interaction that was far more dramatic two seconds yeah, ago. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So like, it does fall just flat. totally took the, the air fact, out of that, right? yeah. It takes all the air out of that bit because someone just did it for real. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just wondering if like now in the future they're going to be like, all right, we got to vet all speeches, less jokes. And like, that just sounds like so unfun. That's partially what a comedian's job is to do is just sometimes they push. They do. Like buttons are pushed and like. <laughs> someone said Chris Rock should host next year. He <laughs> should just come out. He should just walk out on stage with a neck brace. <laughs> That would be really funny. Oh, that'd be hilarious. All right. Well, I think that's the last thing we probably we have to say. So if there's nothing else, uh, I think that will conclude this week's episode. Uh, Jeff, where can people find more of your work? You can find me on my blog at Strange Harbors, and you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Strange Harbors. What about you guys? You can find me researching all the people I'm about to make jokes about so I don't accidentally get canceled or slapped. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Derek? You can find me at The World's OKS Photos and Screen Agents Guild on Instagram. If you like this podcast, the easiest way to support our podcast is to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any of the other popular podcast apps. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do us a favor and give us a great rating. It really helps to get our podcast out to our people. Yeah, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions on our episode on the 94th Academy Awards, feel free to shoot us an email at jeff at We like getting listener mail. Sometimes we read it out on the pod. And with that, we will see you guys next week. See you next week, everybody. See you guys then.